Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Compton Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Decoria. And welcome back to um, a mini... Is this, is this going to be a, rant, a review? I don't know. You decided by the end of this. Uh, thank you once again for listening to our podcast and giving us um, um, rates and reviews as we're, we're moving on into Women's History Month. You still got to do that. You see how that just keeps continuing? We're going to find an excuse to ex- ex- extend it into April as well, so don't don't act surprised. Um, always make sure you remember to wear your sunscreen, a mask, and drink some water. Stop being dehydrated. Um, yes, so for today, we will be doing a, uh, a review of Netflix's All of Us Are Dead. Um, All of Us Are Dead is a 12-episode Netflix exclusive about uh, kids. high schoolers become ground zero for a zombie virus outbreak. Trapped students must fight their way out or turn into one of the rabid infected. That is literally the two-sentence description on my drama list. <laughs> um, Corey did not watch this. I, I had to have all four of us on because I needed Corey's reactions, commentary to the shit that we're about to talk about. <laughs> but me nia and marion all did watch all of us are dead all the way through and so we have thoughts and opinions um cory did you really see the trailer for it yeah i saw the trailer and i've seen clips of people posted on twitter i'm just like not really interested in k-dramas right now that's why i didn't watch it yep 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 okay cool um marion and nia what were your expectations when you first saw the trailer for all of us are dead Mm, nia you can go first um okay well for me i kind of was just like oh it's a zombie one with high school kids so mm-hmm. i kind of got the gist of it um wasn't too excited just kind of was like oh, okay that's a thing okay okay what about you man um basically the same thing as nia but it was more of zombies again like we it was as i said to at this point we've seen zombies on a train we've seen zombies in joseon era there's been zombies in an apartment both in a movie and a tv show if i'm pretty sure that's a concept of one of them and now we have it setting in a high school i was a little confused as to why it was coming back again yes um as great as uh korea the korean cinema space does zombies i was just like hmm all right <laughs> i was just like okay let's see what other possible stories could come out being trapped in a space with you know zombies because you know we've, we've like marion said we've gotten that a couple times um i was interested to see the new faces this was in a cast of mainly entirely young actors so i was um really you know interested about that portion of it y'all know since i like to write stories lore is very important to me so how are these zombies going to be different because we have if we have the same zombies in every production it's very boring um so (laughs) with that being said um i didn't think it was gonna be 12 episodes that caught me way off guard i was like (laughs) 12 one hour episodes all right let's see how fleshed out the story was going to be and for it to be 12 episodes it was not fleshed out at all (laughs) okay let's just just hop into this i was by the time i finished all of us are dead well let's let's do this by the time i got past episode one my reaction was okay shit's about to go down we get to two shit's going down and i'm like okay we get to see a little human nature and then we got to three and four, and I had to suspend all disbelief. I had to just throw <laughs> all my belief out the window because, like, <laughs> the way the story's set up, the way the zombies are set up, some the choices they made with characters, just all of it is just a lot. A bit much, yeah. There's um too many of those kids lived. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> oh, period. Oh, period. oh, period. Too oh, many. Wow. I, I, they're just that smart okay <laughs> they got survival listen, tactics like that listen y'all didn't tell me this was um x-men school for special children because <laughs> there was there is no way in hell <laughs> more than three of them kids should have survived <laughs> but also yeah go ahead no no, no go ahead Nia, go ahead Nia. no but i was just saying like but simultaneously at the same time i'm like but some of the decisions i'm like what is where were the thoughts like y'all are it's weird because that's actually correct but at the same time i was watching it and being like why are these children making these decisions like who's 
these are just horrible decisions. Like that is very true. I'm shocked that so many kids survive, but at the same time, I'm like, these decisions were not smart either. So no. I, I was very conflicted. But here's the thing. <laughs> Somehow they made it through. <laughs> were not smart, but they still made it through. I was like, okay, I'm really gonna have to suspend my belief. No, yeah. So let's just start with we're not gonna do an um episode by episode recap. There's too many episodes of that. Let's just let's just spend some impactful moments. Episode one. That beginning fight scene <laughs> they started out this drama with a fight scene on a roof, and you very quickly understand that it's a school bullying scenario. Mm-hmm. For me, technically the distance that you have between the camera, um, the characters and the audience is very essential to how close you want me to be to these characters. You know that, right? So when they started this 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 fight scene and they were doing these aerial shots like it was some kind of action scene that's like on a rooftop in the rain and I'm just sitting here like, am I supposed to care for these characters? That was the first question I had. Am I supposed to care for this kid who's getting bullied? Am I supposed to care about these um, bullies because there were there were very little cl- uh, close up shots on the faces? And all of that stuff. And so it set the tone and the narrative for that story for me at a very weird angle. Because they do this thing in the drama where they're like, school bullying is wrong. And it, like I felt like they had no message. Um, because I felt like the message was supposed to be, was supposed to be um, about school bullying. And somehow it got lost in translation or some shit. Mm-hmm. But, you know... We do that thing that they do in zombie films where they show us all the characters and we get to know everybody and then by the end of it, shits, all shit goes to hell. We, f- can, first of all, can we talk about the scenario that even started the first, like, patient zero? This man <laughs> had this girl chained up in a back room, in a classroom. And I was sitting school. here like, <laughs> in a school! I was in like, a public place. <laughs> that this, you had a mouse that could <laughs> potentially start this so outbreak dumb. and you kept it in the school not in, in your home school. in which no one can get into unless you are there you kept it in the school okay i'm so <laughs> like why- wait so the thing that started started the zombie virus is a mouse yes okay let, let's uh, thank you. the reason the, it's good that Corey's here because now we have to explain stuff so this episode makes sense so the 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 start of the zombie virus is because a science teacher whose son was getting bullied in that first scene, he wanted to make his son stronger. So he decided to extract, like, you know how you, when you corner a mouse, um, mm-hmm. and if he wanted to take that, that, that pressure when the mouse finally changes and attacks its attacker and turn it into something that he could inject into his son to give him fear to fight his bullies. Didn't he say because, he wanted to change fear into anger? Isn't that what he wanted yes, to do? Yes, he yeah. wanted to change fear into anger. And so that, that was... That makes zero sense. Why don't you just absolutely. report the bullies? <laughs> they, they did, though. So it's like the whole thing is like they reported the bullies. They had an entire disciplinary council, but the bullies uh-huh. all got away with it. Like they didn't because like the school didn't want to, you know, um, have bad press about the school. So the bullies are still doing bully shit. And so... But he um, decided to experiment on his son instead of just exactly, transferring him to exactly, a different school. Exactly. <laughs> like, what? I, it, like, absolutely no sense makes zero sense and then why would you have the mouse that you were experimenting on at the school why is it at the school in a box not in a locked box not in a locked classroom not (laughs) under key and lock none of that it's just in a box and so one of the girls who was a bully goes she she hears the mouse she hears something thud and then goes to the box and opens it and sees it's a mouse and tries to pet it and then gets bitten and i was sitting here like what so she gets bitten um and then they actually take her out of the school and that's what makes the zombie apocalypse big because they take her out of the school take her to the hospital and so it's that whole like that is the dumbest reason i've ever heard for a zombie apocalypse starting ever (laughs) like i feel like this is also to talk about the adaptation versus the original material because when you look at the interviews for All of Us Are Dead, they talk about how they added a lot to the original story. And you can tell they added a lot because I feel like if I go back to the main original story, maybe the school, the the bully like storyline or theme would have mm-hmm. been throughout the entire story. 
and not just like these specks and pieces of being like, ooh, no, we didn't just write this paper to write it. We actually have a, you know, meaning and theme behind it. And so, <laughs> so that's another problem I have. Zombie apocalypse starts, and this, <laughs> this lunch, this lunchroom scene, I was like, they shouldn't have lived. Died. They shouldn't All have lived. All everybody <laughs> should have died. The amount of chaos that was just like, you know how there's like zombie apocalypse and when the apocalypse first breaks out you're just like what the fuck is going on i'm so shocked i'm so scared the female lead literally gets within like four inches of having her whole head bit off and still somehow survives because of plot armor literally (laughs) we we watch them go into the building you know they they get into the room in the classroom and so you're just kind of like okay so these are the kids we're going to be with um (laughs) and uh, it's like a good and, 10 of them i swear yeah it's like maybe eight it's like eight kids and you know one girl turns into a zombie who is the female lead's best friend now this is where i start to have real problems with how the script treats its female characters versus its male characters because they do this thing where the same the same kind of scenario will happen to two of the female characters and then it happens to the main male character and when it happens to the female characters it's like Oh, we we don't have um, as much sympathy because like we're trying to survive, but we're almost dying. But when it happens to the male character, it's like this really big, huge emotional impact point. So, for example, when Onju lost her friend, and she like when okay, so her friend basically turns into a zombie, right, Corey? And then um, they, she's like, um, does she either sit on the window? No, the male lead basically um, baits her into falling out of the window, and the female lead goes to grab her friend because she's still not registering completely that this person is no longer a human. And so you're frustrated with her because you're like, babe, she's a zombie. She's ready to eat y'all. I'm gonna need you to let her go. And Mm -hmm. it's an emotional scene, but the way the characters react to it is just like, I can't believe you did that. She's not human anymore. Why did you try to do that? That was dumb, right? And And the end within the next episode, the exact same thing happens to the male lead. And because he was willing to like trick his friend who got turned into a zombie out of the window. The emotional beat for that was much bigger. And it happens again when we figure out one of the other characters who the, um, the female students, we see her parents have been turned into zombies through like a drone. And so then there's another uh, scene later on in the story where the male character meets his mother. I don't, Oh my God, that was so stupid. (laughs) Meets his mother as a zombie at the school. And it's like this really big emotional impact and so it's it's very weird to me but let's just talk about <laughs> episode what was the episode three or four the girl the bully the girl the pink sweater what is her character's name no, no. <laughs> i know that bitch i know that bitch name. okay <laughs> listen I, have, I do not i know can i start off talking about her yes i do not wait do like, we want to describe this scenario yeah, first you can Corey describe it okay let's describe the scenario right Corey. so they were in they were like on let's say they were on like the the fourth floor right they're trying yeah. to get to the second floor um where their teacher is in the broadcasting room the teacher has gone on the broadcast mm-hmm. area and it's like if there's any kids who can get to me i'm here let's you know try to meet up and the kids are like okay that's our teacher let's go and so they you know get a fire hose and they're climbing down the window and they get into the room right so they've moved from one location to another um while they're also moving from this location, we learned that, that um, what are they? 10th graders have the hand grip strength of Olympic climbers. Because that, <laughs> that scene where the boys were on the side of the building and the zombies were, like, literally coming into the classroom. First of all, <laughs> the, they make this, like, really, like, um, cliffhanger where the male lead is um, the last one to come down the hose. And the zombies, like, ran like run towards him and he falls backwards but some still somehow still catches hold of the hose it made no sense the the grip strength of like 10 men (laughs) to hang on to that hose and not get dragged down by the like what 30 zombies jumping out the window (laughs) Uh, it would make no sense. And then you have the other kid who was a former bully. Former bully's not a good guy. But, um, and, you know, he's the only one who could actually fight in this entire show. And the only one who I think could have possibly lived to the end of this, this, this show. He also has the group strength of a climber because he climbed out the opposite classroom. And then 
jumped onto him while he was holding the holes and kicked off a zombie. Like, it was, the action made no sense. And so, anyway, they get into the classroom, right? And there's a conflict between this rich girl and this poor boy. She's calling him, like, derogatory terms, like him being on welfare and shit like that. And every time that there's a possibility of the kids, like, going into safety, she's one of those close-the-door bitches, like, right? She isn't safe now, but she wants everybody behind her to, like, close the door, right? She's selfish and a brat. And she basically, so after they get into this classroom, that hose is still hanging down, right? They didn't like cut the hose down or anything like that. Tell me why a fucking zombie. I still don't understand this. The zombie didn't climb down the hose, right? The zombie got caught in the hose falling down, right? Is that, is that what the consensus is? I guess is? so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to imply. I was, I was like, that's not even possible, but okay. The choreo, when I tell you this zombie was like, had its foot on the holes and broke through the window and was trying to get in, I was like, first of all, why does it have that many mobility skills? Yeah, that doesn't, usually they can't climb, they can't do any of that shit, so it's right. like, what? Right, and so they they had a computer, and then the computer basically, <laughs> one of the, ki- the, the, the poor kid, out of like terror, picks up like the, the, the what is it, the tower for a desktop and knocks the zombie out. That was a funny comedic moment. And I'm like, yeah, they're kids. So that was kind of funny. But he gets scratched in the process. And so he gets scratched, but he's not turning. And the the rich girl's like, he's going to kill us. Push him out the window. Kill him. Push him out the window. And we're like, bitch, he's not turning. What? What? And so they're like, why don't we just put him in a room for an hour to see if he'll turn or not? And he's like, fine, I'll stay in the room for an hour. He stays in the room for 30 minutes, doesn't turn. And so the teacher encourages her to go apologize. So she goes to apologize. She wipes him down with a cloth. He comes out and he starts to turn. We find out this bitch took a fucking handkerchief, wiped um, a stick that they had been using to fight the zombies that had zombie blood on it, and then wiped that motherfucker's hand and intentionally had him turn. And and then she's she, a she, murderer. She's a murderer. And then she she immediately went into victim mode. She was like, You just guys, you guys want me to dead. I'll die. Was it what what that make you happy if I just died? Like, does she not like him or something? Like, why does she do that? She 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 didn't like him because he was poor. She didn't I also didn't they didn't really explain it well. To me, we don't know why she disliked like the thing is hatred of poor come from she's like oh you're just on welfare it's like sis why does that bother you what yeah like, that doesn't what the fuck? a valid reason to want to kill him. right what? to quote nia from episode one the zombie apocalypse is literally at your motherfucking front door and you give a fuck about somebody's wealth status you give a fuck about whether <laughs> and, it, and it was more like she wanted to be proven right yeah that he was gonna turn into a zombie but i'm like you killed him you you murdered yeah, him and like, then that sh- makes no sense and it doesn't make any sense because to me um when one of the other girls gets bitten and is potentially turning into zombies just taking a minute for her one of the other girls is like um a little wary and she's like it makes sense why she wants that girl kicked out of the group because it's like she could potentially kill all of us this girl yeah. did it for nothing other than she's evil <laughs> nothing mm-hmm. other than she's not a good person so i just didn't they didn't explain her character at all that make me want to feel bad for her um right and then oh, yeah. they sacrifice our teacher for her i was like what the, the teacher goes like the teacher like says oh this thing God. she's like if um you know we you know she's i don't know what line she says but like we we're no longer human if we like push somebody out i was like she just murdered another student i she wasn't human in the first place she wasn't human in listen the can I rant like a two second rant that teacher that useless teacher how she comes in and I'm like okay now there's some order the kids have some order now and adults in the room and then she goes in and sacrifices herself for one student when she could have been like okay you're leaving we have to save the group sis where was where was the thought process like she's gonna die for what for what because she's like like I don't get why would you want to play hero complex when there's like eight other kids that need you that's what's crazy to me like I, there's no what, what I don't get it and then it and then again treating the female characters differently from they treated the male characters her death was off screen it was five seconds it wow. was off screen for her death was off screen for like seven episodes and then when we finally see that the bully girl survived 
and she was like in a like they the kids end up going to a different room um after getting out of the broadcast studio because they were trying to get to the rooftop and she's in a closet with food the the bully girl is in a closet with food and she still didn't go out and like apologize and say i'm sorry or like anything like that and we got to see what happened to the teacher and the teacher basically just sacrificed herself to save this one fucking girl who then was killed by that ultimate oh my god (laughs) listen and also uh, sorry didn't mean to cut y'all off no, 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 go ahead, yeah, because I'm going to start a whole other topic. <laughs> Listen, when they tried to open that PTA room door and they just gave up, I said, are y'all serious? <laughs> there's, you know there's food in there. You know for 100% there's food in there and you're not going to do everything in your power to break the door down? Did they what? Even eat? I don't think they no, ate. No, they have one chocolate bar. One chocolate bar for twelve of them. That sounds like that sounds like some shit that idol trainees go through. Like one for the whole group. Like Corey, I want you to think about the most irritating character you've ever met in a story. This is this girl. That's how evil mm. she is. For no reason either. They like they don't explain it. They don't give her character any type of motivation. <laughs> Anything like that. Zombie food, and I'm. I don't. <laughs> I didn't. They tried to make us it's feel like, bad. At least for she her. died. At least she died. That, yeah. That's the least now, they could do. The, at least she died. I'm mad how they killed her. Now let's get to our fucking <laughs> antagonist, because this bitch was OP, and it made no fucking sense. Remember those bullies I was talking about at the beginning of the story? This yeah. man is one of those bullies. Um, he was also he's also part of the bullies who were, um sexually harassing one of the another character who's not a part of our group but she was a victim she like um they end scene one with her almost committing suicide and then the zombie apocalypse happening which was probably been which would have probably been um whatchamacallit um symbolic if they hadn't treated her character again treating her character the way they did but she basically um they basically forced her to take off her shirt and filmed it <laughs> and we're going to send the video out on the internet and so after the apocalypse happens she's determined to go find her phone and she gets bitten by a zombie and that's when we learn that there are certain people with no fucking explanation there are certain people <laughs> who get bitten and the virus doesn't ch- it ch- it changed them into have zombies have humans yeah. they keep saying the constant thing they're saying throughout the entire thing is that this virus is constantly mutating mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so her character this bully <laughs> this bully who i wanted to die in the first scene in the lunchroom i don't know why that bitch survived <laughs> well i know why that bitch survived they needed somebody to constantly be on a um a murderous rampage to kill our main characters because the zombie apocalypse wasn't enough. <laughs> we had to have a superhuman zombie that also wanted to kill us. Um, <laughs> but he basically turns into a zombie after um, our main male character and the kids, they get separated. I think they were going to the rooftop. Um, and is that where they got separated? I don't remember when they got separated, but he went to the library to... Yeah. Um, oh, it was because I remember him and the bully that turned that was actually a good guy the former bully yeah the former bully went to that room and they met the girl who was um hitting all the phones and they got separated then he went back to where all the other kids and the other kids stayed there because he couldn't get out in time and that's how they got separated yeah they were oh they i know why they went to the teacher's lounge to get their cell phones yeah they're trying to get their cell phones and the girl was there she was breaking all the cell phones um, because she was afraid that that video was going to go up online. And so they got separated. He, that library, when I, I had already suspended disbelief with the zombie in the window, right? <laughs> that library scene, I said it was it made no fucking sense for him to survive. He should not have come out of that library alive, especially when that one zombie climbed up shit. That zombie did hand foot, hand foot and climbed up a fucking bookcase or other zombies and i was like there's no way he should survive so he meets the bully in this library and basically pushes them off and he gets attacked by zombies but he survives um and he turns into this murderous this murderous person that's just out to kill everybody he's the one that kills the girl who um 
who turned the other boy into a zombie, which I didn't like. I didn't like it because I was waiting for her to get turned into a zombie by the boy she killed. I was like, that would have been a, a more cohesive storyline. Because why does this this dumbass who we don't like get to kill all the characters that should have, you know? I was like, that wasn't his life to take when he killed her. I was like, that was so unsatisfying for me. When he um they met, he just like picked her up and like bit through her neck. It yeah. was... So this motherfucker, time and time again, is just out here to kill um, the main lead character. He doesn't like it because he got turned into a zombie and he poked out his eye. It's like, well, bitch, you shouldn't have been trying to kill him in the first place. (laughs) And he, um, because he can't die now, the way normal people are. So he just keeps coming back and he keeps saying that the only reason you're going to kill me is because you don't want people to know that you killed the principal. It's a zombie apocalypse. Right. That was so <laughs> dumb. Right, the priority. And the same. I have to keep remembering that, like, I think the virus. High schoolers. Yeah, and I think the virus changed it so that way all they feel feel is anger because it's the mm-hmm. only thing that can make sense as to why the girl, um, uh, Corey, the girl who is being sexually harassed also turns mm-hmm. into this hybrid human zombie thing. And she went to go hit all the phones that are collected by the school because she didn't want people to know. But I was like, there is no people to know. Everybody's a zombie. Like, what are, what are you doing? And I think they were trying to use the excuse of them being high schoolers mm-hmm. for a lot of these character flaws and shit like that. And I was just like, okay, fine, cool. But after day two, I need everybody to buck up. After like, after after the adults left them there, I need everybody to get their shit together. Because <laughs> after that, it's like, okay, we have to figure out some way to survive. And so I didn't like the fact that um, that the female character who was sexually assaulted was turned into a zombie and then never got to fucking fight her bully as oh, a super yeah. fucking zombie. Oh, I was like, yeah. you can tell this shit was written by men. If a woman wrote this and that sexual assault victim was a zombie and she's in the exact same school building as the super fucking zombie who was sexually harassing her, she would have went for his fucking head. Yep. She would have went yeah, to kill crazy, him. What's crazy is that they set it up for that. Like, why make her have the plot armor of being immune and him being immune if they don't fight in the end like why do that like right. why make them the two you could have made anybody else have that immunity but mm-hmm. like it's like they set it up and then we're like actually we don't have time <laughs> so we're gonna drop it we don't have time because we're focusing on you know, other storylines Corey when I tell you that every, there's like seven different storylines we're only focusing <laughs> on the kids but there's like the storyline with the dad who's trying to oh, go to the school to save his daughter oh my god the dad why would the dad go through all the trouble to find his daughter only to die five seconds later? What? Oh, so this this superhuman of a father. <laughs> what? How is he getting shot by multiple people and grazed him slightly? That's it. Oh my god. We have that storyline. We have the storyline of the quarantine camp with the the the, the military leader. We have the storyline with the government official. We have. We have the storyline with the detective and the streamer and the pregnant and the debate. Oh my god, that was so stupid. Okay, that was so. No, listen. When I think back on that, I'm like, why were they there? They what purpose did they serve? They were supposed to. Their their only purpose was to go tell the government that the scientist who started the zombie apocalypse, his computer, is at the school. Yeah. That was their entire and purpose. Comedic relief, in my opinion, I also think because their their scenes were too ridiculous. So right, and, to, and how did that baby live? Listen, right. like, like all these no, pictures, no, no, no. like the baby not dying. Like okay, so this one student at the same school gives mm-hmm. birth in the bathroom, and be- luckily she literally had the best luck up until the end because she skipped out on getting bit in the first couple minutes, and then she goes off campus, which is where everyone should have gone immediately when the zombie apocalypse was breaking out. She mm-hmm. gives birth in a public bathroom, leaves the baby there then sees people are starting to eat folks and then goes back in to get her baby. But then she's like, then she gets bit. We don't know how, but she probably just walking and gets bit. She goes into a restaurant, leaves her newborn baby who has not eat, drank a single drop of any liquid <laughs> and is leaving it. And then she turns into a zombie and ties herself up. But I'm like, it's been hours. And then these two guys, like the, the cops come in and find the baby. I'm like, this baby would have died of dehydration. Yeah. This baby would have died. Like, not only... Logistic- 
not only did the cops come and find the baby, they also picked up another child. Another, another child. child. <laughs> the other child popped up. I, I, about, I about nearly threw my laptop. <laughs> I already another child. This like, if I hate um, disaster scenes with children involved, it's also part of the reason why I don't watch the Ozarks on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I do not like it. You have a newborn, an infant, a newborn child, and then like what a five year old coming in? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> and it's and it's crazy because. They could have, I think if we were to revise this story, they could have had the girl who gave birth turn into a super zombie and then sent her to quarantine camp and had the realization that that was ground zero instead of the sexual assault victim. Like, why was her purpose in the story to go off campus, to go to the camp, for them to realize, oh, there are some people who have been bitten, but we can't tell they've been bitten, you know, giving COVID things. And why was that her purpose oh in the story? And why was it her purpose in the story to fuck up that motherfucker who sexually assaulted her? I was like... I would where? also like to say, Corey, that this zombie apocalypse is happening in the same timeline as COVID-19. Yes. Same wow, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like, there's Honestly, Tori, what you just said about why didn't they use the mom, I, the teen mom, that would have been a way better idea, like, to have her turn into this, like, because of the power of her love for her baby or something mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. turns her into a super zombie and she survives and, and but she doesn't eat anybody. Like, that would have been a good alternative. Like, why? This thing is that that one girl who was, who was assaulted, the sexually assault victim, she goes in to the camp. She sees the guy. Somehow that she, she was, turns into a fucking bullet, which was crazy for me. Was she like, sees the guy that was there, like who liked her, the bully, like the other bully victim, which was like they weren't. I wouldn't call them friends, just kind of like two people that are bullied. They were trauma bonding. Like, he was trauma bonding. Yeah, trauma bonding, and he was, and she's like, "You have a crush on me," and he's like, "He didn't. He kind of does." But I'm like, "Why would this go in there and immediately eat him?" Like, I don't get that. Like, why yeah, is was... her anger taken out on this guy that likes her instead of the guy that assaulted? <laughs> I don't get it's it. Like, it's like instead of trying to figure out smart ways to relay information to these different characters across the city, they're thinking they're thinking about how do I use this character to relay information instead of how does this character contribute to the story? You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. Like, they're just adding people for the sake of adding them. Right, because the detective, the, the the streamer who was like live streaming the zombie apocalypse. First of all, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> that was dumb <laughs> as fuck. Um, the streamer and the detective and the two kids. It's like their whole purpose was to get caught by the quarantine people and then tell the 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 guy who's over martial law that there's a computer that has all the information. Why is it at the fucking school? Again, I don't fucking know. <laughs> this this guy was like, let me keep everything that could potentially ruin the world at my school. And so, you know, and then it's the story is weird because they go back and forth between trying to have a message and then having no message at all. Because, like, they tried to do the school bullying thing, which I think they could have focused on. It would have been a great story. But they also tried to do this thing about how kids are overlooked in a lot of, like, disaster plans. Like, when disaster breaks out, do you go to a high school first? Where do Like, where do you send help? Right. And so that's also how, like, society overlooks children a lot. And I do believe children are resilient. Like, I'm not saying that it's it's unbelievable for me for these kids to survive only because of zombie physics which we'll get yeah. to in a second it's but like <laughs> it's it's unbelievable for them to survive because the zombie physics not because i believe that kids aren't resilient enough to survive they are there are incredible stories of kids being in dangerous situations and being way more competent than adults and figuring how to you know make it through when <laughs> you couple that with the zombie physics in the story it doesn't make sense and so Instead of focusing on those two big things about like school violence and the 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 overlooking of children and how the adults literally abandon them, like abandon like a helicopter comes in to go get that fucking computer, Corey. They oh, find the kids on the rooftop and they immediately get this this thing because why this is happening? The 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 girl who was about to commit suicide is simultaneously killing somebody at the camp, and so there's like. They're like, you can't bring them back. We don't know if they're infected or not. And they leave them there. They leave them there. That Listen, was heartbreaking to me. Scene, but I was like, I was like, God. Yeah. Go ahead, Nia. 
that scene oh my god no like just this that part because you know the general there's a general there who's like in charge of handling this epidemic in this area he's like the, the main military guy uh-huh. and, it, and he's almost painted for the most part it's like a just doing what's right trying to help people kind of guy but in that moment he's like shoot the kids and i'm like sir this is not you you would why are you trying to tell them to shoot kids when like he's literally like like he's trying to do things for the for the good of people and saving and helping folks i'm like these kids need help too why would you write him this so-called just military guy that like he even was like get consent for the soul from one of the soldiers that was infected he's like get consent from his parents so that we can experiment on him or whatever and they were like sir it's an emergency we don't have to do that and the guy's like get consent but why are you going to get consent for that but you're not going to but you're gonna try to kill kids i don't get it make it yeah. make sense character assassination <laughs> and so they leave the kids there and they're basically stranded and they have to figure out a way out but like not only are we um focusing on all those storylines there's a whole other group of high school kids oh the second group the, the, the second the archers. group of kids who are archers and i was like oh okay we finally got backup right that's what when i saw the archers come in i was like okay okay i can get with this because you know you know it makes sense to have some kind of weapon because they're children they don't have any weapons why did two archers survive out of the tire bus kids i was like two archers survive <laughs> one of them is the sibling to um she's the older sister to our kid in the first group right and so <laughs> and so you're sitting here thinking like okay so they're finally gonna get together and all this other stuff and so like the kids eventually make their way out of after encountering the murderous bully zombie several times they finally decided they're gonna go to the gym for some reason i don't know why they're gonna go to the gym but they decide they're gonna go to the gym and that's when the two groups meet up right this is also the part where um our male lead sees his mother which was also like a dumb thing that they only did for emotional like an emotional point they had the kid's mom go look for him which i think is i mean it makes sense that the parents would go to the 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 school to look for their children i don't know why it had to be the male lead and it could have been another character um but they literally had the scene where he faces his mom as a zombie. He's trying to help her. And like, they're like, dude, she's dead. We got to go. Um, and they get into the gym and it's like, it's just like hopelessness after hopelessness, after hopelessness, after hopelessness. And the, yeah, but let me tell you what these kids will do. Come up with a plan. They're, <laughs> they're, it was at this point that I was like, my God, their will to live is so strong. Like, yes. <laughs> I, was like, I was Corey at this point, this had to be what? using when they were four five four five and this plan was oh the zombies are when it's raining and thunder thundering the zombies are distracted by the noise we can use this to run i was like god they're just just smart little kids apparently they're still going (laughs) i would have died right now (laughs) right right let's wait because that's not even the kicker (laughs) we'll get to it so they get to this gym um there's of course zombies there I don't know why that they didn't factor that into their plan. They have no weapons. They have zero weapons. <laughs> Not one. They didn't even think about making shafts or spears or nothing. That was one thing that they didn't think of. And so they get to the gym um, and they get into the closet of the gym. So they get to the gym and they still have the will to live. Like after plan C failed, I wouldn't give I would have gave yeah. up. But they're like, we got to get out of here. Um, we got to get out of here. And so they decide to use, like, the carts that you roll balls in mm-hmm. to make a barricade around themselves. They're going to go through the wall of zombies by pushing the carts to get to the door. One of the kids gets bitten. And this scene did break my heart. This was an not ad to, lib, you know? Not to cut you off, oh. Tori, but um, yeah. this is the first time the kids eat. They get oh, yes. bar, and everybody except for one kid gets <laughs> A tiny little itty bitty piece. And what is this going on? Seventy two hours? Like <laughs> this is like day three. Huh? This is like day three. And so they get to the gym. They one of the kids get bit. This was an ad lib, but this was probably one of the emotional scenes for me. He gets out of the barricade and they're still pushing it before he turns. And he's like, "Let's go home." I cried. I almost cried there. I was like, "Oh, that was sad." And then they open the door. And guess and they open the door because at the same time the murderous zombie is trying to find them, 
And when he, they opened the door, I thought it was going to be him. Her fucking dad somehow crossed the entire city with, well, he had a gun and then he gave up the gun. And <laughs> somehow for made how this father got here first. <laughs> this man was in this camp, knocked out a soldier, put on his clothes, ran out of the building. Somehow there was another guy with him, right? That was helping him. Ran up on this guy, mm-hmm. jumped off his back, climbed over this thing, <laughs> ran out of this building, jumps into the water as he is being shot by like seven soldiers, swims to the, I guess, wherever their city is. I don't understand why there's a body of water. I don't really mm-hmm. know. And then runs through this city, manages to escape all the zombies, goes down this mountain and opens up the door to this gym. His sole purpose is to get the kids from the gym, the door of the gym, to the back of the mountain, and he sacrifices himself and dies in front of his daughter. And I was like, he <laughs> just saw his daughter five, for five minutes. It was a reunion that lasted for five minutes. It was. It's. I just don't understand what was the point of that. Like, what was what was the point of that? That, that the only adults that are going to be there for you are your parents, like what <laughs> i don't get why i don't even get even if the dad was going to save them why did we have to follow him through all of that why was yeah, that important storytelling for us and so her dad dies they get to a construction zone where they're trying to figure out they're still being chased by the murderous motherfucking zombie who just won't fucking die <laughs> all the all the while all the while, one of the other girls, the second female lead, is turning into a zombie. She's turning into a half zombie. Just FYI. So they have a half zombie on their team now, right? Um, Sis is losing it. She's losing it very quickly. <laughs> She's losing it. They get to this like final stand down where the murderous zombie comes up to them and bites the male lead in front of them. He's like, now nah, what, bitch? And so... <laughs> Um, they have this. We'll get to the all the romance. That was (laughs) basically it. Ends with the the male lead sacrificing himself to take on the murderous zombie for the friends to escape the school. Um, the only solution they have to handling the zombie population is to blow up the fucking city. Um, the the government (laughs) basically sends out drones. They realize that there's a a sound wave. (laughs) I'm sorry. <laughs> <Shut> up, <Mary. laughs> so they sorry. realize that the only way to kill these zombies is with fire. <laughs> Which, if that was the only way to kill them, there's no fucking way seven of these kids survived. <laughs> You're telling me that <laughs> that there's a murdered zombie and then bombs? I'm so- I take me out. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to keep living. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, 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 what happens, Corey? Is that they, the, they've, they've sent out. Did they send out a message, like um, that they, they were going to blow up the city? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They yeah. like, uh, yeah, they, they sent like, it out. yeah. Yeah, they, they like five minutes. They said you have ten minutes to get out of here. It's like, sir, people, you know where you should tell where us you're where you're blowing it up, and so that way we can move from that location. They simply say bombs, like get out of the. No, location. no, no, they tell them. They tell, they tell them the locations. They okay, send out the okay, locations. okay, okay, okay. They send out the locations. They said they're gonna do the stadium, the school, oh, okay, and some um the other two like uh, intersection and another place. And so basically, they send out drones that has a, a certain wave signal a way a sound wave that the zombies are attracted to they gather all the zombies in these explosion places they explode it the kids survive because they're on the mountain instead of in school um and then the dude who was over martial law commits suicide when i saw that scene i was like i don't give a fuck about this man i don't care that he committed suicide they didn't have to show me his wife texting him, though. I was like, okay, they, you did not have to show me that. It, they were trying to focus. They were trying to make too many people important in the story. When the title of it, all of us are dead. It's uh, but the title in Korean is that 
Chikamundi Hakkyo was like, what's happening at our school? So the mm-hmm. school should have been the main focus. I don't know why yeah. we were. You could tell that the the people who were adapting it, the directors, the writers, didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Honestly, in my opinion. <laughs> and so the last thirty minutes, what the last thirty minutes of the last episode, they get to camp. Um, they get interrogated by all of these adults who are like, "Are you sure you're not zombies? Like, what happened?" Like, bitch, shut the fuck up and make give them food, give them food and a place to pee. Cause like, um, and so like, what is it? Three months later, they've have the virus under control, mm-hmm. and the kids decide that they're going to go back to the school. They're gonna sneak out of camp for whatever reason. <laughs> And go back to the school because the main female lead sees a fire burning. And she's like, oh, it's homegirl who was turning into a zombie, but she didn't go with them to camp. Um, she she left on their way to camp. Because, oh, because after shit blows up and they get into the streets of the city, of course, there's more fucking zombies. Like, they had no plan. They didn't have any weapons. I'm telling you, these kids should have died. They should have died. <laughs> this, is not, this is not me wanting them to die it's just that it's with a story like this it's unbelievable that they survived and so the girl who was half zombie basically was like I can't stay with y'all and so she basically went out and stayed like this part of the city where, that was ground zero it's basically uninhabitable right there's still I don't know there's still zombies out there but there's still the half zombies right and so basically they go to the school they see the fire burning the girl shows up and she's like, um, yeah, there's like more of us and we're, we're doing okay. And then she looks off in the distance. She's like, oh, here they come. And she jumps off the building and the, the show ends. And I was like, you bitches had 12 episodes <laughs> to explain shit. <laughs> and this is where we're ending. They now, have to get up plot holes. <laughs> yeah. Which... Uh, we'll get to it in a second because the director said something about season two and I was like, "You should. this should have been season one. Okay, let's get to the two biggest problems I had. The romance <laughs> and oh the zombie physics. The romance, at first I was like, okay, they're high schoolers. So there's like a couple love triangles and squares going on. Corey and you know you know typical high school shit the male lead likes the female lead but the female likes the second male lead but the second male lead likes the second female lead and it's just this kind of like a linear lineage of feelings and there there's a scene where they sit around a campfire and they confess to each other what what made me first of all i don't give a fuck y'all have to, y'all since y'all have a, such a will to live i'm here to watch y'all survive I don't give a fuck about y'all. That's what I said. I was like, there's no time for this. Maybe it's for the 15 year olds watching this, but I was like, why? I mean, maybe if you feel like like you're going to die, you're going to say what you, you know, what you've been holding in for so long. I understand that. But I simply think it's because the fact that I'm 24 that I just didn't care. (laughs) I didn't care. Listen, you're going to dehydrate. Why are you talking about this? (laughs) That's a great point. That's a great point, Nia. They didn't eat or drink water or nothing. Ah, okay. Yeah, the romance was not giving. Um, I understand if people got really um excited about the romantic moments. For me, it was just, it was plot fodder. It was not, it didn't contribute anything to the story besides giving the male lead what he wanted at the end, which I did not like. Because the two main characters have been best friends forever. The male lead has a crush on the female lead. She does not have a crush on him. Um, yet when she could, even when he confesses, she's not like suddenly hit with this realization that she's in love. It's like, okay, thanks. Like that type of thing. Right. And then they kiss before he sacrifices himself. And I was like, what purpose did that serve? (laughs) Besides making him happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, Onju, the female character, she was never in love with him. She did that. She she got really attached to him because she just watched her father die in front of her after watching her best friend die uh, uh, two days ago. So she was like, had this kind of like, I don't want you to leave. You're like, you're my friend type of thing. And so when they kissed, I was like, not excited about it. I was like, she's kissing him because he's about to die. That's it. Like, it wasn't cute. It wasn't romantic to me whatsoever. The former bully and the half-zombie girl were had a whole love line, which I thought was maybe a little bit more well done because they had mutual feelings for each other. 
but the romance was not giving. I don't know why they, it took up so much of the plot. It was it was like used as character motivations, which I thought was very weird. Because I mean, I guess it's because they're fifteen. Like a part of me is like, oh, it's because they're fifteen. But knowing fifteen year olds, like I know them, I don't think they <laughs> the fifteen year olds that I know would not be giving a fuck about love <laughs> right now. <laughs> They'd be trying to survive. And I feel like it's like, in, I feel like it's an insult to high schoolers too, that romance was such a big part of this like we're almost dying shit. Because kids nowadays are amazing. They're civil rights activists. They're very, they're very eloquent with their opinions and their thoughts and things like that. So for this show to be like, these kids are smart enough to figure out plans to survive, but they're still kids because they're falling in love. It's like that was very weird. Because you've already turned them into adults by having them in this this type of, like, survival space. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's talk about zombie physics. Let's just... <laughs> when you... Okay. When you establish the zombies, right? Mm-hmm. There's... The only reason that zombie films work is that there is a a chance for humans to survive, right? Kingdom zombies, you cut the heads off, you burn them, bitch is dead, right? They're not coming back. Walking right. dead zombies, if you're quiet and you can kill them, you know, shoot them with some type of extreme force, cut heads off, we can survive, right? Train the Busan zombies. They can't see, they have defaults that are not human-like, so with enough force and enough willpower and, you know, quietness, we can survive, right? When you establish... In episode, what, 11? That the only way to kill these zombies was with fire? Episode 1 through 10 are now asinine. <laughs> episode 1 through 10 are now asinine. There was no way them kids could have survived. Did not one person start a fire? Well, they started a fire, but, like, not one of the kids used fire as a weapon, even though they made it. Like, um, the archers... Had a thing like there's a scene of a girl in the bathroom who takes a broomstick and shoves it through a zombie's neck, and the zombie's still moving. And I was like, yeah. if this was any other story, the zombie would have at least been incapacitated somehow, right? And so then me as a watcher could believe that these characters who are not they're not Olympians, these kids are not you know national athletes, these they're regular high school kids. You cannot make me believe that regular high school kids were going to survive this zombie apocalypse without giving the zombies a clear cut way to die. Even with the archers, were the zombies still getting up after they got shot in the head, or were they going down after that? Uh, I couldn't remember. I think some of them were getting back up, but some of them weren't. Um, cause that's, I know that there were some that were putting down for sure. So when the adults or the people who have been researching the virus tell you as a listener that the only way to kill them is to blow this bitch up. <laughs> I, I, your story, I mean, the story was already in disbelief after the first three episodes. When the zombie came through the window, I was like, okay. <laughs> We're just, <laughs> we just have to roll with the punches. But you're, you can't make a story like that without either giving the people in the story enough skills and presets and powers to survive this apocalypse or giving the zombies enough handicaps. Because when zombies, when you start having superhuman zombies and then zombies who were just climbing, climbing shit, it's like there's absolutely no way that I'm supposed to believe that these kids survived. Like, yeah. And that would have been an easy fix to me if they were to be like, these are kids who are all training to become national athletes. I would like, fine, cool. They have the tools to be able to, to hang on to walls with their bare hands. They've been training for this shit. You know what I'm saying? I would have been like, they've, they've already overcome domestic human boundaries to be a superhuman form right because athletes are kind of like superhuman they do what you know they're a small percentage of the world population so like i was just it's just the zombie physics are very bad in the story and it makes the story so unbelievable (laughs) so unbelievable yeah and even when you just said that the, the girl who had who was the victim started the sexual assault victim started the fire i totally forgot i was like she should have technically burned the school down like the fire should have technically if they were following physics like regular fire physics it should have burned the entire yeah but you know somehow even with the power off was the power off the power off 
the sprinkler system still worked. So <laughs> I, that's the crazy part. Like, I'm like, what? This there's no electric. What? There's no logical progression of a lot of the story, and so anything good about this story got trampled by all the bad stuff to me. The overuse of characters, the misuse of characters, the um, discrimination against female characters, against male characters. I think of all of that, when you you stack up the positives and the negatives of the story, the negatives outweigh the positives. Because as somebody who complains about like um, same-age actors not being able to work together, I completely love the fact that we are making space for young actors. Because it's very, it's, first of all, it's very, very rare that we actually see teenagers acting as teenagers so i was very happy for all the young actors in this story to actually to even be put on a platform like netflix to you know have like a global platform to stand on at a such a a a, a young a, an early tar- time in their careers like even if the delivery of some of the lines were kind of iffy i feel like all of the kids made it easy to love their characters or like their characters a little bit at the very least like it wasn't unbearable to watch because they were 15 year olds does that make sense mm-hmm. it does yeah i feel like that was very that was done very well i felt like the insertion or the opinions of the directors onto the source material made the story bad <laughs> like it's not it's not cohesive it's not a cohesive story and I felt like for 12 episodes, you could have gave us a cohesive story. Especially when the director says that, that season two is going to be about half zombies, half humans surviving. And I'm like, that would have been a better season one. Why didn't we start the story there? Why did we start the story at patient zero? You know what I'm saying? Like, And if we were going to start the story at patient zero, why did they feel the need to add in all these extra characters? Where we could have spent way more time with the kids... I felt like that first scene where they created that distance was how they kind of looked at the entire story. And it's very weird to me. It's very weird. Yeah. Um, I gave All of Us Are Dead um, a seven. Yeah, I'd say the same. I give it a six because I was very, there were so many plot holes and things were yeah. very all over the place. Things were just... I was confused as to like why decisions were made, why characters were introduced, like the logistics. It felt like you really had to suspend your disbelief. And I know some people like it just because they like the the, the whole surviving zombie apocalypse thing, but I would have loved something completely different with this cast of kids. I feel mm-hmm. like they would have done great in another type of setting. Um, yeah, I'm not really a fan, so yeah. Yeah, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm probably going to bring it down in a few days because seven is, I feel like this being graceful. It's probably more of a six, um, maybe even a five, because I feel like no matter how big the budget, no matter how gory the zombies, no matter how interesting the scenarios, when you establish that there was only one way to kill these zombies, these kids shouldn't have survived. <laughs> and also, you didn't, you you misused all the good characters. Like I still I still don't understand why bully and victim could not have met. I still don't get that. Like, what was the purpose of keeping her alive then? Which, honestly, you know what? I looked at it, and I think a lot of the zombie... The zombie um, dramas and movies in um, Korea are written by men, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm so interested to see a woman's take on zombies in Korea. Because, well, you know, no, actually, because Kim and he, she's a woman, and she wrote Kingdom, which was, which was good. But, like, I feel like if All of Us Are Dead had at least one female writer, the story would have been different. I feel like the story would have been really different. It's just, it's, it's kind of like, it's, I don't know. I don't need to see another zombie story. I don't need to see another one. What about y'all? I'm done. I'm zombied out. Like unless we get Kingdom yeah. Three, I'm not yeah. I'm not interested in it anymore. Zombies. <laughs> I'd have to say the same thing. I don't know if they release one that's about the lives of the zombies. Maybe I'll be interested if they release mm-hmm. it all at once. Honestly, because I don't I'm not interested enough to keep up with it every week. But mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think besides that, season three Kingdom is all I'm interested in anymore when it comes to zombies. Yeah, I'm zombied out. This is giving me time jump 2014 K drama like poopness. I'm done with it. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, all of us are dead. I mean, if you liked it, you liked it. Y'all know that we critique everything we watch, so this I'm just not a fan. Um, Corey, did we <laughs> did, did we influence your, your viewing about all of us are dead? Um, the way people were reacting, I thought it was gonna be like some amazing show, but the way that you described it, I probably would have dropped it after like two episodes. No, yeah, probably, yeah. It's great that it was on Netflix. At the same time, it's bad that it was on Netflix because I feel like there's a, a certain part of drama-watching fandoms that have their um, blinders on because they think everything on Netflix equals quality, um, which is a lie. <laughs> a huge lie. Most Netflix originals are bad, but I just feel like um, this was... A, I don't know. There's just... I feel like... I'm interested to see what the source material is now. Because I want to know how much did they add. Like, how bad did y'all turn the story? <laughs> but yeah, I give all of us, um, all of us dead a seven. Um, you know, maybe a six. Let us know your opinions. You know, we like to tussle. Um, you can come check us out on Twitter at Commented or TikTok at Commented Podcast. And don't forget to leave a like, a review. We appreciate all of the reviews we get. We um, appreciate it so much. But until next time. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Decoria. Bye-bye. Bye.